You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Salutations to you, my friend, from the students at Chaminade High School, where I was at this morning. Oh, okay. I remember and, Chaminade. Uh, yes. I went to St. John's, so... Uh, okay. You know, pipeline, pipeline. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, they wanted to say, make sure I uh, send their regards to you. All right. That's very nice of them. Yes. Uh, <laughs> early morning, Gordon. I had to get up yeah, at 6.30. Was... To be there you were by, you were there at six thirty. No, I had to get up at six thirty to be there by eight thirty. Yeah, that was that's an early that's an early rise there. Long you're day out of the work. early rising business, generally. Yeah, yeah, you know, I I mean, I I thought I was I woke up I was like, oh, am I doing DNR with Gordon this morning? <laughs> <laughs> right, it is that kind of oh, time, right? Oh, yeah, it is, it is. Your weekend was good, my friend. Well, it's non-sports related, sure. Yes, but, uh, yes. Yeah, it was a, it was a fine weekend. Finally. It was. It, it was, was nice to see the rain finally stop for a change. But, it was. Uh, yeah. You know, the arc is now uh, beach road. <laughs> yeah. Stuck on the beach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It was a long one. It, it was, was a long, long one. one. It was. And we got great weather for the next couple of days. And then, of course, uh, the rain comes in on the weekend. But we'll worry about that when it happens. Right now, Gord, we got so much to do. I hope we have enough time to get it all in, which is rare for us to say in a three hour show, but it's a lot. It's a lot a of lot. stuff. So let's talk about some of the things we're going to chat about tonight on ESPN New York Tonight. Of course, we'll begin with the Giants hosting Seattle. It's not a must win, Gordon, but a really, really, really important win that they need at MetLife Stadium. They are down 7-0. Gordon, this has been an awful game so far. It has a feel of a Thursday night kind of game. It does. does. Even worse than that, it feels like a Tuesday night kind of game. It's (laughs) No flow to it early on, and, and some of the concerns that, about the Giants that we've had so far this year have reared their ugly head again. No Andrew Thomas yeah. tonight. The offensive line has looked like an absolute sieve. Daniel Jones has been running for his life. They just started the second quarter, and he's already been sacked three times, one of them turning into a fumble, which turned into the one score they had so far in the game for Seattle. And not the best showing of officials in the NFL in this game early. <laughs> no, but... I mean, it's almost like this is the weekend where everybody realized, hey, wait a sec, the officials in the NFL, they get a lot of things wrong. They do. But this one tonight, like, nobody blew the whistle. The Seattle players running down the field, like, ready to score. They're like, wait a minute, did he score or not? I don't know. Let's go to the replay booth. <laughs> well, you know what? They, they probably are better off playing it that way, right? Like, true, if, if, true. It, if you're one in doubt, let the. The only problem with that is what's originally called. It's not 50-50. It's what's originally called has, like, the upper hand, but there was evidence enough to overturn it, so it's probably just as well that they played it out the way they did. Other stories we're covering tonight on ESPN New York Tonight. Well, yesterday, my guy, Buck Showalter, was told by Billy Epler before Sunday's game, (laughs) uh, you're fired. So here's Buck Showalter with the conversation he had with the Mets GM. Well, I just had some things to contemplate. gave me a couple options, and I think the players know I would never – quit or resign so that wouldn't I was kidding with I had four or five of them in my office early day and they said yeah that would have we would have seen through that in about 30 seconds but I appreciate you know it's a classy move on the organization in Steve's part man this this organization's in a good place with Steve he's always going to be in a competitive mode I know the players will give the next manager the same respect and chance and honor just like they did me after Louis well the classy move Gordon that Buck is referring to is that they told him before the game so you got a chance to tell everybody, get ahead of it, talk to the media before the game, everything. So that was the classy part of it. 
Yeah. Um, well, look, I, I think if you're a Met fan, while you might not like seeing Buck Showalter shown the door in this kind of fashion, this is the best thing for you if you want to see a competitive team next year. Because I think what happened here is that David Stearns came on board and said, wait a sec, I got to get to work right away, and I got to get my guy in the manager's office right away. So this idea, you know, there was an idea that maybe he might come in Stearns and, and take a year to kind of feel things out. That's clearly not the case. He wants his guy in there right away, whether it's Craig Council, whether it's someone else. So this is, a, a, I think, a good sign for the chances of the Mets being more competitive rather than this idea that they might kind of mail in next year. Well, here's the, here's the obvious thing. David Stern said, if I'm coming in, I want total control. Mm -hmm. I want to bring my people in. I don't want to listen. That's how I'm doing it. And yep. when you, 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 Gordon, you don't have any leverage when you have uh, stalked a guy for three years <laughs> for the job. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, it, it was clear this was the only guy for the job. He was candidates one, two, and three. So when you, you give that guy the power and, and you pursue him that way, I guess you got to give him leeway to do whatever he wants. And that means getting rid of Buck Showalter. Look. I, I thought he, that Buck might stick around for a mm -hmm. final year, but this is – I mean, that makes the most sense, right? You, you're cleaning house, clean house right away. Matt on the Steve Cohen explains the decision on why he moved on from Buck. I mean, the way it works, when you bring in a president of baseball ops, they're entitled to bring in their, their own people. You know, I mean, obviously wasn't sure if David was going to join us, and finally he joined us, and, you know, it became clear that, you know, he wanted to go in a different direction, and that's certainly his right, and I gave him that right. You know, it's no different than when a CEO comes into a new company, right? They, they bring in some of their own people. This is not a reflection on Buck. Buck did everything we wanted him to do. You know, obviously the season was a disappointment, but it's not Buck's fault, okay? It's spread across the organization. But like I said, you know, when you bring in a new head of baseball ops, they're entitled to bring in their own people. Agreed. No, no argument with him there. New guy, bring in your staff. Understood. Then Steve Cohen introduces aforementioned David Stearns. I've never seen such universal congratulations and saying you, you, you've got to hire this guy. I mean, that, that's pretty extraordinary. There was one instance when I was at an MLB meeting at the dinners that MLB's holding. I'm sitting at the bar and two people come up to me and go, you got to hire this guy, okay, unsolicited. And so I think that demonstrates how much respect David has in the industry. And I'm just so excited to have him on board and, you know, to bring on the next chapter of the Mets. Gordon was one of those guys, Peyton Manning. He seems to be big in uh, helping New York teams hire managers. Oh, God, managers let's hope not, right? With some of the other ones that Peyton Manning is, God, <laughs> please, not that, Larry. Not, not for your own sake, not that. Please, I, yeah, I, I, it's hard for me to even look at him on our ESPN2 broadcast right now after what he did to the poor Jet fans. It really is. Well, uh, it, seems like, uh, it, it seems like uh, that uh, the uh, – Steve Cohen, he already had his mind made up. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we've been hearing about David, like anybody coming up to, oh, hire this guy, David. No, no, don't worry. He's going to hire this guy, David Stern. <laughs> maybe it was three years ago. Right, man, maybe. maybe. <laughs> it probably was. Speaking of David Stearns, uh, he stepped to the mic today and was asked, any thoughts on the new manager? 
Yeah, I have a tremendous amount of respect for Buck, what he has accomplished globally throughout his career, and specifically what he's done in this town. I think, as, as many of you know, up through yesterday, I was under contract with another team, so I wasn't allowed to talk to Buck. I reached out to him this morning, and I'm hopeful that, that we're going to be able to connect. And I'm very appreciative of, of what he's meant to this organization, and I, I think, unquestionably, the organization is in a better spot for him having been here. And, of course, Gordon, that's in response to Billy Epler telling Buck he's no longer the manager as opposed to David Stearns telling him he's no longer the manager. Yeah, look, if it, ended, if it didn't end poorly, it wouldn't end. So uh, <laughs> there's all these things that, oh, they should have waited a day. It is what it is. The yeah. decision was going to be the same, so it's better off. I think it was nice the way they kind of did it, gave him the day to be with the players and all that kind of stuff, so. Uh, I feel bad for Buck that this is probably, you would think, at 66, his final yeah. chance. Yeah. Maybe not. You never know. Never know. Never know. Uh, turning to the Yankees, Gordon, as of right now, your skipper is safe. Aaron Boone, manager. Of course. But, great but... season. Well, well, why would we make any changes, Larry? <laughs> Everything's great. But, you know, we always talk about analytics. So another Aaron, Judge, was asked about the analytics and uh, if they're being used correctly. The Yankees got all the resources. They got all the tools. They do a good job of that. And I think it's now just about, you know, making sure we're filtering down the right information. You know, and I think we're going to get that all squared away. You know, we're, we're in a good position. I think we got a lot of good information. So, yeah, we're going to have some good conversation this offseason and get everything right. Uh, he's taking charge, Gordon. He sounds like, you know, he sounds like he, he, wants, he wants some changes on this ball club. Well, uh, if you had to stick through this lineup <laughs> that he had to stick through, I know he missed some time, but... When he left, it wasn't good. When he got back, it wasn't good. So uh, I can understand him feeling that way. Whether or not that actually turns out to be the case, we shall see because the person who put them in the position that they're in is going to be the person who is leading them out of the position that they're in. We know that much. Yeah, in other words, Brian Cashman's not going anywhere. That's what nope. you're trying to say. Nope, never. Has never even been, it, it's never even been on the table. Hasn't even been thought of. Hasn't even been brought up. No hints, of. no rumors, no, nothing. Oh, why? Why would they? Why would they make any changes to the main people in charge? <laughs> Both local basketball teams held their media days today. The Nets announced as if they don't have enough injury problems. Although I hear Ben Simmons is ready to go, Gordon. He's like ready, oh, he's ready, to, go. ready to go. Ready to go. Rare ready to, to go. go. Come on, he's healthy. <laughs> he's, he's good. Wants to prove. I'm back. I'm mm -hmm. back. But the Nets announced Cam Johnson sustained a mild left hamstring. Hamstring strain during an encore workout last week. It will miss the start of camp. He's one guy they can't afford to miss. He's a really talented player. And he and uh, Makai Bridges, um, you know, Mikel Bridges, that, that's the nucleus of that ball club. That Those are the two, you know, guys that really make that team go. Yeah, well, look, I mean, it's early on. So uh, hopefully you got some time here to, to get rest up and get as close as you can to be 100% by the time you, you tip off the season. Absolutely. As far as the Knicks were concerned, Head coach Tom Thibodeau was asked, are you really are you really going to start the season with Evan Fournier on the team? I have great respect for him. And, you know, you come into the season, I didn't go into the season thinking we were going to do the things that we ended up doing. We did it because we weren't having success one way, so we adjusted. And then the next group that went in, like, it's hard to argue with 37 and 22 and a plus five net rating. So it is what it is, and then your job is to stay ready. when Whatever it is that we're asking you to do, go out there and do it. Be part of the team. Put the team first. Right, but you didn't ask him to do anything. <laughs> right. So what are, you, what are you talking about? You didn't ask him to do. The only thing you asked him to do was sit down and don't take the warm-up off. 
He did yeah. that. He was yeah. very good with that, too. Great job. I, I, I could do that. <laughs> I could help out that way. <laughs> Last thing on our list, Gordon. Where is Zach Wilson and what have you done with him? He bounced back from a disappointing performance against New England to Gordon statistically play better than Patrick Mahomes. Joe Namath. Back on the Michael K show to see if his thoughts on Wilson, as opposed to last Monday, changed as opposed to last night. Well, he played well. He played pretty darn good, and that's what we want to see. Believe me, now, I am a Jet fan. I want us to do well. I get fed up whenever something goes wrong, of course, and tired of losing. But Zach did some positive things yesterday. We know he has athletic ability. We know he has good feet. He can run around, and we know he has a strong arm. And he showed that again. Yeah, he showed it yesterday. But it's the mistakes that hurt us a bit. Yeah, and, you know, obviously a lot of thought, Gordon, about Zach Wilson and the fumble. That was the final play. But once again, uh, and I'm going to leave the officials out of it, once again, this Jet defense, they they play well in the second half. They've got to start faster. You can't go down 17-0 against a team like Kansas City and think that you're going to stay in this ballgame. They've got to make – I don't know whether it's the players. I don't know if it's Albrecht. I don't know whether Robert Sala needs to take over play calling. But this defense is not getting off the field on third down, and they didn't do it in the first half. They didn't do it in the fourth quarter. And although, yes, Zach Wilson, in theory, with the fumble, cost them the game, we could look at the holding and the officials with that. But ultimately, Gordon, it's this defense because the jet identity of the team is their defense. They, for them to be really good, for them to be as good as they can be, leaving the quarterback aside, the defense has to be top-notch. And while it's not been a glaring hole as other aspects of that team, it, it, it's not top-notch. Again, they were down 17 nothing in the first quarter yesterday. The, the Chiefs ran for over 200 yards on the ground. And they could not get off the field, Larry. So it's nice that they got some turnovers. It's nice they got some sacks. They got. They certainly have Patrick Mahomes off his game, but it's more than that. They have to play better than that. And um, when you're, it seems like when you're really relying on them, they let you down. Yeah, it's not been good early. I mean, they listen. They've done a decent job in making adjustments at halftime, so they're not giving up a ton of points. But they got to get off the field on third down and. Now they're in, they're in trouble because after the way Wilson played last night in spurts, right, and after the way the defense played with turning the ball over, Gordon, they're, ex- they're expected to win in Denver now. This is not a maybe game. They're expected to win this game. Absolutely. There's absolutely uh, – to me, Zach Wilson last night played, I-, I think it's by far his best game as a Jet. Not even close. He looked like an NFL quarterback for the first time. And it felt, I mean, we were texting during the, the, the game. I said, what is happening right now? He I looked will tell you confident. What I said. He looked in charge. He looked, he looked the part. He, now, it, it started off a little ugly. And after, uh, you know, they got the game tied at 20, maybe he fell off. But you're looking for baby steps. And he took a big step forward. Now, he had one game. That mm-hmm. doesn't wipe out the 25 previous games. But, yeah, if he is going to be able to prove that that's for real, there is absolutely no way that they can go and lose to Denver. Even if, he, if, it, even if last night was a fluke, they should not be losing to the Denver Broncos. That is an absolute must-win game. No questions, no excuses. Go win that game.
And really, if he had played like that, Gordon, they would have beat New England. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Wasn't he close? Oh, absolutely. If he plays something like that, and again, Chiefs defense is pretty good. It is. Now, it's not, it's not, I don't think it's the Cowboys. I don't think maybe no. it's the Patriots, but no. it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. If he can play like that, I thought they got the tight ends much more involved last yep. night. Um, he looked pace. more confident. Absolute, everything about Zach Wilson was different last night. Now, was that just a one-game thing, or is that now what we're going to have moving forward? Because if that's what you got moving forward, you got some life. I don't think uh, they will allow Aaron Rodgers to leave his side anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is Spengali for Zach Wilson. Just having him around, just being in the building. Just a totally different kid. Totally different, mm-hmm. Gordon. Totally different. Yeah. It was nice to see. You know what? I felt, I, felt, I felt hope for the Jet fans. I felt hope with the way he looked last night. I was, I got to tell you, Gordon, I was impressed. I was impressed. How could you not be? I was impressed. I mean, the way we he was. spent we have spent last week and the better part of this season Kill talking him. about how bad Zach Wilson has been. The guy can't play. He's a bust. He's this and that. And to see him go out there and prove us all wrong, good for him, man. Uh, now I don't know if it's just a one game thing. We'll see. Sometimes progress doesn't it is not a straight line. It's it's three steps forward. It's two steps back. So. Hopefully that's not going to be the case here for him and for the Jets. But if he can play anything like that, and and you would think that if confidence is the missing ingredient for mm. him, a performance like that has to just give him the con- this like that's the first time that he is in an NFL career look like that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Unbelievable. It was it was such a transformation. It, it was it was I couldn't believe what I was watching. I really couldn't. And. He answered a question last night, at least for one game, Gordon. He answered the question that I put out last week. I'll see if you remember what that was next. You're listening to ESPN New York tonight and your calls as well on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. To the Kansas City Chiefs at MetLife Stadium. Hardesty and Damer until midnight. We'll get to your calls in a second. Gordon, I said last week, that any competitive athlete who had played and was criticized the way that he was, I thought he previously needed to go out and answer the challenge. And I will give him credit because for the the first and the second and third quarters, Gordon, he answered that challenge. And even to listen to him in the post game. It was a different Zach Wilson, Gordon. It was one that you could feel that he, you know, like you can say, I lost the game. The game is on me. But w- there's there's a certain feeling that he came across that he really he really felt like that game was on him. And really, Gordon, it, partially it was and partially it wasn't. I mean, it, it never really comes down to one play. But, you know, he just seemed different last night on and off the field. Yeah. Uh, well, look, it's easy to say all the right things. And that was what was so um, damaging last year when he was asked the question and he answered it. the. I mean, that seems like the, the most basic stuff. You, you know that you 
you take the blame as the quarterback, even if the blame is, is maybe should be directed other places. That's your job as, as the leader of the team. So that part of it, it's easier to talk a good game. The, the, the more surprising part was the playing the good game because yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him look like that as consistent. You know, he'd make a, a good throw here or there, but it would be wiped out a, a play or two later when he's running backwards or he's missing a guy wide open in the flat. I've never seen him look that good. Uh, hopefully that is a sign of things to come. I guess it will only time will only tell. I, again, mm-hmm. by the time they really did anything, they were already down seventeen nothing. Maybe you know as they were bringing it up on the K show today, maybe the pressure was off a little bit. Um, and and when the pressure got ramped back up in a tie game, they weren't able to answer the, the call there. But in terms of a, we have been waiting three years for Zach Wilson to take a step. Last night, that could be this, his first step. Uh, that was that was far more impressive than anything I've seen from him so far. Send to the phones, Lucas and Clark. Luke, start us off on ESPN New York tonight. What's up, boys? How you guys doing tonight? Hey, Luke. What's going on, man? Nothing much, man. I had a question. Um, I was at the game last night. Uh, thought he played out of his mind, you know, for whatever it's worth. But um, Dalvin, Dalvin Cook, you think the Vikings do something? Because he just he just doesn't seem to be the same running back that he was last year. And, you know, compared to compared to Hall, who just looks electric every time he touches the ball, um, I mean, we were supposed to have this two-headed monster, and, and I just don't see it. I just, I just want to know your thoughts on it. Thanks for the call, Luke. Uh, I think part of it was not his performance, but the money he was asking is the reason why, the main reason why Minnesota let him go. Gordon, I mean, he – I mean, he didn't really have a full training camp. He was hurt. I mean, I don't, I don't know. He has been – he has not been what I expected, I'll tell you that. No, he looks cooked. Uh, that's what he looks, uh, especially yeah. in comparison to the other guy he's basically sharing the backfield with because Brees Hall looks so electric at times. Yeah, it's not been a good start now. It's only four games. Maybe it is the fact that he didn't have a full training camp, a little bit older. Um, but, uh, no, that for, – for what you're paying – him right now, that's that's not uh, – you don't feel like you're getting a lot of bang for the buck there. Not at all. Subi's in Midtown. What's up, Subi? Hey, guys. I just wanted to talk about that Brees Hall run. Um, do you guys think that he could have just kept on running straight instead of putting a move on that safety? And then also regarding Zach Wilson, I mean, he is 24 years old. The last time – the youngest Super Bowl was uh, Roethlisberger – and then Rodgers was 27 when he made his Super Bowl run. I think he still needs a lot of reps. Like, you know, young QB is just going to make t- terrible mistakes, as like Mahomes even did. And it's the urgency with and composure, a mix of urgency and composure, which I think Drew Brees had. So maybe if Zach Wilson talks to like elite quarterbacks of the past, he could be on that level of maybe a Drew Brees at best-case scenario. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's all i got to say. All right, Subi, thanks for the phone call. Listen, let's let's make this clear. We're not inducting Zach Wilson to the Hall of Fame. Okay? He yeah. he had a really good game last night. It was better than he's been, and that's why we're making a difference. And if anything, Gordon, we're being fair. We've criticized him and killed him when he was bad. Last night he wasn't bad. So no, we're giving him good. You know, we're we're being you know, if you heard the case show today, we're being honest. <laughs> and look, there there can be times where a quarterback comes in. And the production is good, but like it's kind of fortunate throws or fortunate plays mm-hmm. or guys miss a tackle. That was not the case last night. Nope. His, his, he was putting balls exactly where you want, back shoulder throws and everything else. So uh, it wasn't flawless. It wasn't perfect. 
but that was by far of all the performances and I've seen all the games that he's played that was by far to me one that jumped out now it's only one game let's I know that Jet fans might not want to hear this but the Chiefs in this in this era of uh, this dynasty of the Chiefs they have a tendency sometimes to kind of take the foot off the gas pedal right they get a big lead they get kind of bored and and the other team kind of comes back. Now, I'm not saying that that's what happened last night, but it has happened before. And the fact that Zach Wilson's performance was just so out of the ordinary for him, let's not get carried away after one performance. I think what you have to say, if you're someone that was a, a, a Zach Wilson believer before last night, or if you were a Zach Wilson doubter going into last night, and, and maybe you still are even after last night, we can all agree that there is absolutely no reason why he does not go into Denver and and do really well against the defense that has been god-awful. I mean, yeah. the Broncos not only got 70 points scored against them a week ago, yesterday they made the Bears look like a functioning NFL team. What's wrong with Chicago? How do you lose that game with such a lead in your building? They're bad. <laughs> That's a fireable offense. They, they, uh, they, are, they are counting down the days until the NFL draft. That's a fireable offense. I'm just telling you it is. Yeah, that uh, Eberflus might be uh, – that might uh, oh, translate into one and done. I mean, and they've lost 14 straight. So, I mean, for you to have a big lead like that and you still lose to that team, to Denver, yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's, bad. A bad, that's a bad loss. A bad loss. So, you know, if you're the Jets, go in there and win. Right. And then all of a sudden, like we were talking as soon as Rodgers got hurt, like, can we can you get to the bye two and four Mm -hmm. and and maybe even three and three. But bottom basement, let's get to if you can get to the bye two and four, you've still got a season because then the schedule eases up a little bit after that. There's no reason why you can't go into Denver and win that game. Absolutely. Because winning that game could translate into meaningful games in December. That one game, Gordon, could translate into meaningful games in December. Well, and- I mean, look, if Zach Wilson's confidence was what was lacking, I would think a performance last night has to do more than, for his confidence than any nice words that this one could say or any bad words that that one can say to motivate. That was a performance that you could really look at and say, okay, now we got something. So even if Zach Wilson goes back to the old Zach Wilson, you should still be able to go into yeah, Denver sure. and get a win. <laughs> right. But certainly if last night has any carryover whatsoever, there is absolutely no excuse for the Jets not to win that game. More of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Or well, x-rays, actually, in the in the bowels of MetLife Stadium. And Drew Locke has come on and has engineered the touchdown play. Uh, passed to no, tight end Noah Fant that uh, he scored on, but they had to bring it out because his knee hit around the third-yard line. So, it, the, yeah, the three-yard line. And so it was uh, first and goal, and he got it in. Kenneth Walker the third uh, ran it in. And so, um, you know, it's now 13-3, extra point pending, and we got some uh, unsportsmanlike conduct penalties going on here between a bunch of linemen who disagree with has which has the best pizza in Jersey. If we were to do a segment about the highlights for the New York Giants in this first half, Larry, we would be back to the phone calls very quickly. Yes, we were. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. They got a they got a big field goal from Graham Gano. I think it was 55 yards. So yes, he never that's misses. their three points. Yep. 
Uh, other than that, Daniel Jones has been running for his life. Yeah. This he is not been. for for a game that we all agreed. This is the kind of game the Giants have to show that they can win. It's one thing to lose to the Cowboys and Niners the way you did, but this is the type of team that you're going to be competing against. And I get it. No Andrew Thomas, no Saquon Barkley. Nobody's going to complain. Nobody's going to care about your injury. Everybody's got injuries now. Mm-hmm. But this has not been a good performance by the Giants so far. Get to the calls in a second. Now, I get that. Uh, Darren Waller gets a lot of coverage, going a lot of attention. He's been invisible. I yes. mean, he has not been able to make an impact on this at all. I mean, uh, is he constantly being double covered? I mean, I don't think you. I don't think he has to be double covered because really, the the way the pressure is on the offensive line, you don't have time to throw to him. Nope. Nope. Uh, and why wouldn't you double cover him? I mean, who who else are you wor- again? Like. We all said, oh, the Giants improved their weapons in the offseason. And they did because they have actual NFL players now. But the weapons, again, Saquon's hurt, so it's Breida, it's Wandell Robinson, it's Isaiah mm-hmm. Hodgins, it's Paris Campbell. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, Darren Waller, one catch for five yards. It's Jalen Hyatt, who's a yeah. third-round rookie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darius Slayton hasn't done a thing. Go look at the well, look at what the Seahawks are throwing out at you, right? Yeah. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, and they got yeah. the the uh, Kenneth Walker runs angry all the time, and mm-hmm. and the other running back they just drafted Zach Charbonnet. Yeah. Noah Fan has a big yard. Uh, he's not even yeah. a great tight end, but he's got uh-huh. a big catch for fifty yards or something like that. They have weapons up and down the field. Yep. Wearing you out right now. Not and good. defensively, which is a team, listen. They're better, but they've struggled defensively. This this team is not going to be confused defensively with the Niners. And yes, they've done absolutely. A decent right. job. Yeah, done no, a decent done, job. Right, absolutely. I mean, Daniel Jones has 121 yards passing so far. It doesn't feel like it. Doesn't no, it feel doesn't feel like they've moved the ball all that well. No. And I know that the the criticism of this game, if this if it doesn't dramatically change and the Giants win this game, most of the focus will be, oh, the quarterback's making 40 million dollars. It's not just him. It's not just him. It's the line. And listen, the defense has got to try to keep people out of the end zone until your offense gets going. You know, are we asking too much of the defense? Maybe so, but you know, listen. They have they have not. I mean, when did they have a good game so far this year? They haven't really. I mean, at least they're tackling a little better tonight. I mean, they haven't even been able to tackle for the first couple of games of the season. This is this is this is not the same Giants team that we saw last season, Gordon. Nope. Nope. Not a lot of things. A lot of things went right last year. It feels like a lot of things are going wrong this year. Back to the phones we go. L is in the Garden State. L, you're next on ninety eight seven. What's up, my brothers? How you guys doing, man? We're good. What's going on, L? Uh, hey, man. Listen. First and foremost, shout out to Raider Nation and the disaster that was yesterday. But <laughs> that being said. <laughs> You know, I, I, I love the kid. Put the kid out there. Let's see what we got because Hoyer's a disaster. And, uh, you know, I, I'll leave it at that. I know this ain't a this ain't a Vegas station. So one shout-out to Raider Nation. But um, <laughs> as far as, you know, I just wanted to make a quick comment with the Jets. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it kind of worries me, man, because, you know, last year – you know, everybody was screaming to get rid of Wilson. You bring in Rodgers. Rodgers goes down. Everybody's screaming to get rid of Wilson. 
Wilson has this one good game, and I'm and I'm rooting for him legitimately. I'm rooting for him, right? But now you're going to enter the quandary of Rodgers comes back next year, Wilson sits, and then now you got to pick up Wilson's fifth year contract, fifth year option. Excuse me on the contract because is Rodgers really going to play another year after that if he's healthy enough to play next year and go through the whole year? And what are you going to pay Wilson? You see, so that's that's the one kind of little little nugget I wanted to throw out there and see what you guys think about because, you know, hey, it's all in the now. It's all in the now for the Jets. Rodgers is going to come back, but are you going to pay Zach Wilson, Daniel Jones money? on a fifth-year deal and extend them that way? I don't know, man. But listen, one love. I want to hear your comments on it. Shout out Raider Nation. Fire McDaniels. Holla. All right, L. I agree with you. Fire McDaniels. I'm not a big McDaniels guy. I'm not going to hide behind Not a big. He's awful. He's awful. He's not head coach. He's a coordinator. That's it. He's a coordinator. And and he's a he's a Tom Brady coordinator. Right, right. He looks a lot better with that guy. Yep. Uh, L. The Jets don't have to worry about that because they have the rest of this season mm-hmm. to see whether he's worthy of even bringing back. I mean, I'll be honest with you. If he continues to play like this, hey, Gordon, the best time to trade him. <laughs> best well, time to trade him. Look, it's only it's only week four. Uh, yes. They have, he is going to be – he was going to be the guy anyway. Now, yep. I did think that if if it continued to be ugly by the time you got to week six – that would be the time where, all right, maybe Trevor Simeon, you give a little look. Um, again, let's not get carried away from one exactly. game. It was a great game. It stands out. Mm-hmm. But it was one of uh, basically 25 games that he's played. I don't think that they're I don't think that they're spending any time in Florham Park tonight saying, wait a sec, Zach Wilson's fifth-year option. we got to worry no, about no, no, that no, in two no, years. No. This is year three for him. So he still has another full year next year, yep. which you would think is sitting behind Aaron Rodgers. But let's – He's got all the, 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 the runway this year to kind of figure that out. And if, yep. he, if he looks like he did last night, well, then you got a real, you have a real issue. Um, but it's a good issue to have. Yeah, he, absolutely. Trust me, they want to have that issue. Definitely. That's the issue they signed up for. Yeah. If, if it goes like this, this is what, this is what the master plan was. Mm-hmm. Bring Aaron Rodgers in, see if he can get him straight with another coordinator to get him right and see what, you know, we, there's unlocked talent in there. Maybe they can bring it out. So right now, last night, for them, one game, one not even the full game, but that is, you know, what it does, it makes Robert Sala and Joe Douglas breathe a little bit easier for one night. That's what it does, Gordon. Breathe a little easier. More so Sala than, than uh, yeah. Douglas. More so Sala than Douglas. But just for one night, you can breathe a little bit easier. Just, just, just a little bit easier. A little bit. More because next on 98.7 ESPN.